The Defense Department's failure to get a clean financial audit in its first go-around has riled some members of Congress. In particular, California Democrat Mark DeSaulnier has introduced a bill called the Defense Waste Reduction Act, and he promises more oversight once his party is in the majority. He joins me now with more. Congressman, good to have you on. Uh, Thanks for inviting me, Tom. So what was the reaction generally on Capitol Hill? Was it like, oh, my God, I can't believe this, or here we go again? Uh, I don't think there was much of any reaction. Uh, This is business as usual, as far as I can tell. Um, It's just something that's become endemic in our culture, that uh, what Eisenhower warned against is, in my view, has more than than come to be true, uh, the military-industrial complex, and a lot of that has to deal with the political relationships and how people get elected around here. Well, that may be true, but what does that have to do with the financial audit, that is, their ability to account for the money they do spend rightfully or wrongfully? Well, I think the reason, the connection, at least as I can see, is as somebody who is a former Republican, a business owner, um, is that we should be nonpartisan about our fiscal responsibilities about government. What's good for every other department and local government and most state governments um, should be good for the Department of Defense. And a full audit, uh, accountability, uh, cost benefits should all be part of all of our audits, from my perspective. Whether you're a conservative Republican who wants to make sure that the taxpayers are protected, and I am a liberal Democrat who believes that as well, or you're a liberal Democrat who thinks that government has a function to help people, um, I think good fiscal management is in the best possible way in, in, in Congress should be nonpartisan. It's we want to see what you're doing with the money and what are the benefits and what are the costs. And we don't do that with the Department of Defense. Now, the DOD has been working for many years with not a lot of success on overhauling its business practices, trying to get its financial systems rationalized, and it can't quite ever seem to get over that hump. Tell us about your bill and what it would require. Well, the genesis of this for me was a report from the business review group that actually started during the Nixon administration, uh, which came to the Oversight and Government Reform Committee, of which I'm a member. And they had hired uh, McKinsey, which was part of their purview, to go in and look at uh, the Department of Defense. And McKinsey came back and very macro view of it said uh, there's $125 billion in their estimate um, waste in the department. So think of what we could do with that kind of money if we could just cut it in half, which I don't think is enough, but it would be a good beginning. So I I engaged with a lot of the the business uh, people who are mostly um, on the other spectrum, politically side of the spectrum than I am, and it's how do we make this more efficient and accountable? Uh, It's been a very large level of frustration for me so far that there hasn't been bipartisan effort to really hone in on this. And the bill then, what would it actually do? It says that they can't get any increases until they've addressed the issues brought up in 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 this audit that McKinsey did, um, and that's all we want really is address address it, and they haven't done that. Uh, in addition, we've got real problems. I did a op-ed in the San Francisco Chronicle a month or so ago about how unconventional the audit was in terms of professional standards, which to me was uh, just a way to obfuscate their first audit to make it harder to track and harder for the public and the the public's representatives in Congress who want to make them accountable, um, make sure that they're doing the best job they can with the investments we give them. I think they had like a couple of thousand people combing over the books and they had multiples of companies involved. It did seem like kind of a Byzantine process. 
uniform drives function in this instance. Uh, that was part of the way they, they opened their own audit, uh, was to make it as Byzantine and as difficult as possible. And that's not to say that this isn't a d- difficult department to audit. It's big, it's complex, um, but some of that complexity, if you ask me, is by design to obfuscate um, how they're spending taxpayers' dollars. We're speaking with California Democrat Mark DeSaulnier and a member of the House Oversight and Government Reform Committee. And I I don't know what your colleagues have said to you about this, but let me ask you this. Have you considered a strategy of maybe working with the Armed Services Committee? And yes. Type- Actually, I, I have considered going over to the Armed Services Committee, and I have had friends of mine who are on the committee that I've worked with on this, Jackie Spears specifically, a, a longtime friend who served in the state legislature with uh, from the Bay Area. And I have chosen to stay on the committees I'm on, which is education, labor, and transportation, because that's where I have expertise in my political life. Um, but oversight is is also where I have a lot of expertise, and I enjoy doing it. And I really thought coming to Congress, as I had learned in local government, the Bay Area, at, at the state level in the legislature, and on state-appointed boards, where I was appointed by both Republicans and Democrats to statewide boards, I thought oversight would be about fiscal responsibility in some place that Democrats like myself who believed in that Republicans would um, cooperate. I've been shocked to find out that that's not true here in Congress. So I'm looking forward to working with like-minded folks, irrespective of their party affiliation, to make government more efficient and certainly make our investments in our largest discretionary pot of funds, the Department of Defense, more efficient. And also to protect Americans who serve in the military. One of the one of the thoughts that I've learned about this is my father-in-law was a two-star Air Force general, um, World War II veteran, who worked in the Pentagon and told me 20 years ago about how difficult it was to work with the budget um, over there. So it's a cultural problem in the Department of Defense, and it's gotten worse over time. Sure. What I was driving at was perhaps the uh, Section 800 of the NDAA every year, which is you know, originates in the Armed Services Committee, could have a provision in which the military is required to answer for that audit in a detailed way. With that strategy, I wonder, maybe get you further down the road where you want to be. Yeah, absolutely. So that's been part of my discussions with my colleagues on armed services is how to, what's my role on oversight? Where where can I get partners on the armed services committee to do that and also on appropriation? And in the meantime, and this could take time to get such a bill one way or the other into enactment, what types of oversight activities will you conduct with respect to the military? Will you call up the comptroller and so forth and have them come up and testify and this kind of thing? Yes, absolutely. We'll look at all of those things. Um, and to the degree that we can cooperate with the committees of jurisdiction with oversight, which has such a broad jurisdiction, that's what we're trying to do and implement a strategy for that as we go into this new session. And do you have any bipartisan sense of support for the measures you've uh, proposed? Uh, a tepid, I would say, um, so far. But we're going to keep working at it. We're going to find partners. California Democrat Mark DeSonia represents California's 11th District, and he's a member of the House Oversight and Government Reform Committee. Thanks so much for joining me. Thanks, Tom. Thanks for inviting me. Find a link to his bill and to this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at iTunes or Podcast One. Everything's getting more expensive these days. Gas, rent, and even your music. While other music services keep jacking up their prices, Live One is letting you lock in the best music membership at the best price. Live One Plus is just $3.99 per month. Get all your favorite music ad-free, along with unlimited skips and maximum audio quality. Beat inflation with the best deal in music at just $3.99 per month. 
Visit liveone.com slash best music to get Live One Plus now.